15. Um, let me mention that um, head uh, for the Front Range, and uh, he'll uh, uh, travel probably about halfway, I'm not sure, probably uh, South Fork, uh, Del Norte, somewhere in that neighborhood, spend the night and uh, campground. Made a couple phone calls and uh, haven't gotten, uh, just got voicemail. But, um, we'll uh, stay in an RV park halfway and then uh, Tuesday go on in to Greeley and, uh, uh, and stay at uh, Faith Bible Baptist Church there. Um, and then um, Thursday we'll fly uh, back to California. Um, church in the um, northern part of San Diego a town called San Marcos near uh, Camp Pendleton, the, the Marine base. Uh, pastor um, there at uh, uh, a church plant, and uh, I think it's seven, eight years old, something like that. Um, pastor's just resigned, and, uh, taking a church up by San Francisco, and uh, Lord willing, um, uh, I'll uh, take the church uh, as an interim pastor October 1st, and, um, and pastor the church until they can get a pastor. So we're going to fly back there on Thursday, be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, meeting with the church and kind of arrange things. And then we'll fly back to Denver on Monday and, um, and then be in Greeley and uh, hold a meeting in Greeley and then hold a meeting in Sterling, uh, hold a meeting in Windsor and, uh, and some other things there in the Front Range. Then uh, work our way back this direction, uh, have a missions conference in Aztec, and um, start working our way back toward California. We've got a meeting in Ingman, Arizona, and, um, and then finally get back to California there by October 1st to, to take that work. And I appreciate you praying with us so we can find a pastor for him. I, I want to get back, we'll want to get back on the road, and uh, that's our heart's desire, and yet uh, it's a good work. And uh, we want to try to do all we can to help them. We've held a number of meetings there in San Marcos and have a relationship with the church there and some good people. And um, going to do what we can to uh, help them find a pastor. And uh, so we've um, uh, got a lot ahead of us the next uh, a couple months. And uh, sure appreciate your prayers And uh, while we're on the road. And the um, uh, Lord's been good. Um, we've... Uh, uh, not had uh, much as far as breakdowns or accidents or anything, motorhome. And uh, sure glad to start seeing some gas prices come back down a little bit. Um, you pray with us about that. It's, it's amazing. God uh, seems to always help us find the, the cheapest station around. We, as expensive as it is, we get, we average from six, depending on the, the wind and and whether you're driving in hills or flatlands and so forth, somewhere between six and a half to seven and a half miles to the gallon. And uh, so uh, it, uh, it, it adds up pretty quick and, uh, with that motorhome. And uh, uh, so uh, we, we need to find those, those, those stations. And so pray with us and that the Lord will always help us find those. And it's amazing, you know, we'll, we'll pray about it and just all of a sudden there's the cheapest station in in town and the Lord seems to always have it available and uh, and then the second problem is is you've got to find one you can get the motor home into and out of they're not always easy to get in if you've ever had to n negotiate those things they're not always easy to 
we, we pull a, a small car behind it, and uh, it's not always easy to get them in and out. It's not like running a car in and out. And so pray with us about that as well. And it's easy to get yourself into a situation. Okay, and uh, Proverbs. And uh, Pastor asked us to, to, to speak on the family and the home. And so we're uh, uh, more of a uh, teaching lesson again tonight like it was last Sunday night. And uh, m- more of a, uh, I guess, a marriage seminar than, uh, than, a, than a preaching service. And, uh, but I, I think we've got some things that maybe can be of a help to you as a family and, um, uh, and, and your marriage. And if, if not for you directly, that you can maybe use to, to help your family and those around you. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16, and uh, we're going to begin reading in verse number 31. If you found your place, let's stand as we read from God's inspired, inerrant, infallible, preserved word of God. Proverbs 31 I mean 16, verse 31. The hoary head is a crown of glory if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he that, it, that ruleth his spirit and he that taketh a city. The lot is cast into the lap the whole disposes thereof is of the Lord. Look in chapter 17, verse 1. Better is a dry morsel and the quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. A wise servant shall have rule over a son that causes shame and shall have part in the inheritance among the brethren. The fining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. Wicked doer... Uh, doer giveth heed to false lips, and the liar giveth ear to the nardy tongue. Whosoever mocketh the poor reproacheth his maker. He that is glad at calamities shall not be unpunished. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children their fathers. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, I pray that you'll bless the preaching and the teaching of thy word now tonight. I pray that you'll be glorified in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to look at these verses just uh, uh, a little bit, verse by verse, and uh, here in a few minutes. But first of all, I um, I want to just sort of uh, chat with you. I, um, just sort of uh, just just sort of a, an old man and um, uh, fireside chat, I guess, and and some some general thoughts and uh, uh, making a marriage lasts for a lifetime uh, uh, some things have learned I guess over the years uh, uh, we talked last uh, Sunday night most of you were here I hope that most of you were here and uh, let me just just repeat real quickly I I, um, I don't think anybody has uh, uh, a lease on the truth I, I don't know that there's any one um, answer to, to uh, family life um, I don't know if there's any one answer to, to marriage. Uh, every family is different. Uh, I, we're, if, if, if we've had a successful marriage, most of us, we, we've been successful just by the grace of God. It's not because we were smarter than somebody else. Uh, I knew more than somebody else. It was because God's been good. Um, I, preacher, I, I, uh, I told him last week, uh, when I started in the ministry, um, 50 years ago, uh, 
uh, when I was uh, just a kid preacher, I tried to preach a lot on the family and the home. Uh, the more kids I got, and uh, the longer I got in the ministry, the less I preached on the family and the home. Um, the older my kids got, uh, the less I knew about the family and, and about raising kids. Uh, you, I thought I knew a lot until my kids, until I started having kids. <laughs> until I started, my kids started growing up and uh, realized I didn't know a whole lot. I, just the grace of God. Been, God's been good to us. We have, we've got five children. By the grace of God, they're all serving the Lord. And, and uh, uh, what, 24 grandkids and, and uh, I think seven great-grandkids now. Uh, we got a call this morning that our oldest granddaughter and her husband just, just took a position as a assistant pastor in a church, just quit their job. And, and um, this week and uh, this morning, they, they made it official that they were going into the ministry and it just tickled the daylights, daylights out of my, Grandma and I. And, uh, to see them uh, take that to take that step and uh, following our, our kids, and uh, now starting to see the grandkids uh, serving the Lord full time. Um, it's just the grace of God. It's nothing that uh, that makes us any smarter or any any uh, any wiser than anybody else. It's just God's grace, God's goodness, um, and yet God's got some principles and some things that, that I, I believe that uh, if we'll follow those principles, that that uh, um, he'll honor, and uh, uh, and yet even following those principles is, is is not necessarily always a guarantee. Adam and Eve had had uh, originally two kids. One was Cain, and one was Abel, and one turned out pretty good. And <laughs> we know how the other one turned out. Uh, all of our kids have to make their own decisions. Uh, you can be a perfect wife and have a rotten husband, and you can be a perfect husband and end up with a Lousy wife, um, but God uh, has given us some principles that will give us at least the benefit of the doubt, give us a, a fighting chance, give us a running start on some of these things, and 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 we ought to heed those things when we can, and I, I, and and we can learn from those things, I, and. Um, uh, God, uh, all through the Bible, is is given us some 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 good examples and some bad examples. Um, he's taught us a lot. Uh, that we know that uh, marriage was a first principle in the Book of Genesis when God created Adam and Eve. He created them, and He give He He established that uh, um, that uh, Adam and 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 Eve should become one flesh and. And they should reproduce and, 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 and multiply. And uh, he created that home and blessed it and put his, his blessings upon it. Um, the first miracle that, that Jesus performed was at a wedding of Cain of Galilee. Um, the Bible calls Jesus the bridegroom and the local church the bride. Um, we know that uh, Jesus returns. Um, that return and celebration is going to be called the marriage supper of the Lamb and um, at the end of the tribulation. Um, the Bible says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And so the Bible uses that picture. The home is to be a picture of our relationship with the Lord. Um, family relationships are important. The devil hates the home and the family and just as he hates the church. And he wants to destroy the church and he wants to destroy the home. Uh, what can we do? How can how what what's some of the things that we can do just on a general basis? Well, 
uh, I think we can make the home a priority of our life. Um, you know, if you have a, you buy a car, um, one of the first things you learn as a young man, um, you've you got to maintain it. You've got to take care of it. Um, you, you, you want to change the oil. You want to, you want to check the oil. You want to check the air in the tires. Um, doing maintenance on a car is a lot cheaper than doing an overhaul. Um, doing a little maintenance on the home is a lot cheaper than <laughs> divorce and alimony. Um, it's, it's, it's a wise thing to put some investment in your home. Um, a lot of homes, people get married and they just think, well, it'll, it'll take care of itself. A uh, home's worth investing in. You, you, you buy a house. You, go, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta take care of it. You, got, you, got to, you gotta paint it and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do some upkeep. It's gonna, it, it's gonna fall apart. Marriage takes some upkeep. There's some things that you ought to do and we'll, take a, we'll talk a little bit about some of that upkeep here in, in Proverbs in a few minutes. Um, just, just, just some thoughts, uh, things I've learned over the years. What, uh, somebody said, uh, how do you stay married for 50 years? Um, let, me, let me just be blunt. Two things. Number one, how to stay married for 50 years, uh, don't die and don't get divorced. And uh, just as simple as that. Yeah, just, um, I don't know if there's any real, real secret. And, uh, just, 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 just don't, don't stay married. <laughs> and that, 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 that's the key. Um, keep doing what you did to, to fall in love. What did you do to, 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 to want to marry that person to begin with? Keep doing those things for 50 years. And... Uh, what was it that made you fall in love with her to begin with? What was it that made you fall in love with him to begin with? Um, keep the marriage red hot. And, um, uh, Proverbs 26, 20 says, uh, Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. You, you, you go up here camping and you start a little wood, a fire, you've got to keep putting wood on the fire if you, wanna, you want the fire to keep burning. Um, you want a marriage to stay red hot, you've got to keep putting wood on the fire. You've you got you to keep doing the things that, that uh, have a date night, have a family night. Uh, um, some foo-foo juice on and uh, take a bath and uh, <laughs> you know, shave once in a while. and, uh, and uh, it, it makes all the difference. Laugh a lot. Keep, it, keep, keep the home a fun place. And uh, don't, don't grow old inside. And, uh, uh, yeah, families that last is families that, that, that listen, stay young inside and, uh, and then grow old together outside. Um, talk a lot. Um, uh, one of the secrets to, to good successful marriages is not talking at each other but talking with each other. You got to and, and find, find time to talk. Um, you you got to work at that. Um, you ought, you, you, communication is, isn't easy. It's easy to get to the point where we don't communicate, we don't have time to communicate, we don't have... Uh, let me, let me and I don't want to get bogged down here, I want to get to my text, but when we talk about prayer, one of the keys to a great prayer life, several keys to a great prayer life, you need a prayer list, and then you need a place where you pray, the time when you pray. Ever known somebody that was a great prayer warrior didn't have a list, a place, and a time? 
You don't, you don't set aside a place and a time to pray you're not going to pray. You've got to have a list. You've got to have a plan to pray. If you don't plan to pray, you won't pray. And we often hear somebody say, families that pray together stay together. Families that talk together stay together. Families that communicate. You've got to have a plan to communicate. You've got to have a, a plan where there's a time every week where, where we have an opportunity to talk. Maybe it's we talk when we're on our way to church. And it's not, sit down back there and be quiet. Mom and I are talking. You know, yeah, yeah. shut up. I, I, you know, <laughs> we talk at them. And uh, we got to talk. And uh, what do you mean you know, the credit card's overdrawn? You know, we, 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 there's got to be a time when, you know, you set aside those times when, when, when you're alone. Maybe, maybe that's the date night that every Friday night we we go out to eat just the two of us and we leave the kids with grandma or whatever but you got to have that time it's just the two of you just to communicate you you've got to have that some time to communicate you just you just talk communicate if you don't communicate it's not long for you 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 fall apart you you grow apart you got you got to have that time it's got to be Consciously or subconsciously, you got to find that time. Um, don't let the sun go down on your wrath, Ephesians 4.26. And I know that technically that, that's probably not the, the right exegesis of that verse, but it, 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 it's the right application of the verse for the context of the lesson tonight. Don't, years ago, when we first got married, we just made up our mind. We, we're, we're not going to, no matter what we're spatting about, and and listen, you, you're not married. We, we've been married 50, almost 53 years. You're not going to be married 53 years. You don't have some arguments. <laughs> On the way to church tonight, we, we argued over this little bottle. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was in the refrigerator. I pulled it out of the refrigerator. She says, where'd you get that? And I said, the refrigerator. She says, wasn't the one on the table? She said, that one's cold. It, it's going to sweat. And she says, it'll sweat. And I said, well, that's the only one I saw. And she says, well, there should have been one on the table. Then it wasn't an argument, a fight, but we went around and around about <laughs> what bottle of water I, I picked up. You're not, and she's going to, we're going we're to have a discussion on the way home <laughs> about whether I should have dis, had a discussion about what we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have discussions. Couples have discussions. <laughs> and some of them are more heated than others. And some of them are more important. And some, some of them start out just about little bottles of water. And they grow into bigger issues when husbands bring them up publicly. <laughs> and talk about them publicly. They can get to be real issues. The preacher and his wife over here. <laughs> you don't talk about your wife <laughs> in the pulpit. <laughs> you learn that in a hurry as a pastor. I, I just really blew it. And um, we decided long, long, long time ago. It comes bedtime. Doesn't matter who's at fault. You you got to let it go. You just it's over. <laughs> can I? Can I just be honest with you? 
There's been a few times over the years he goes to bed in her side and I go to bed in my side. We've never had a king size bed, but there's been some times when we wish we had. <laughs> I sure wish it was a king size. She was a lot farther away over there. <laughs> it's taken a while before I go to sleep. And I wait and I'm hoping she'll, she'll give in before I have to give in. You know, we're waiting to see who's going to give in first. Neither of us are going to go to sleep. Finally, you know, two in the morning, you know, I'll roll over and I'll bump her just a little bit, my foot or a hand, and then she'll roll and she'll bump me, then it's not long before it's over. We give up. We don't have to say anything, we just, okay, <laughs> it's not worth it, I'm tired, let's go to sleep, let's just, just let not the sun go down your wrath. You, you, you can't hang on to those things, and you can't keep bringing those things back up. You got it just, it's it, you gotta let it go. You can't just keep hanging on and on and on and on and on and on. Am I making any sense? People who hang on and will destroy you. And by the way, it's not just marriages; it's in life. Life's too short. Carry grudges as a pastor. How many church members have told stories on you, wrote you nasty letters, lied about you? Can't, you can't, you just let it go. You just, you just not going to, can't control what they think and do, and I, I'm just not going to worry. I, I got to go on. I'm not going to let that stuff rob me of my joy and my happiness. And People are going to do dumb things and say dumb things and, no matter how hard they try to hurt you, just you got to move on. I can't tell. I could sit here and tell you some of the some of the lies, some of the hurts. I mean, the, the unbelievable stuff that's that you you couldn't imagine. Some of the things that's been said about my kids and my wife and down through the years and the the hurtful things, the hurtful things, the unbelievable things. People that have tried to destroy our, our marriage and our ministry, there's not a one of those folks I wouldn't sit down and eat lunch with tomorrow. I'm, just, I'm not going to live with, with bitterness. I'm just uh, and hurtfulness. I'm not going to do it. Don't let the sun go down your wrath. Uh, I'm not going to be a selfish pig. Uh, more marriages, uh, just, just selfishness. And boy, I, I'm not getting to my message tonight. I, 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 the word divorce out of your, your dictionary. Uh, uh, learn to enjoy something your spouse does. And when we got married, we, we were total opposites. Uh, I grew up in the country. I grew up uh, with nothing. I grew up uh, with an outhouse and I uh, grew up, uh, uh, we had running water. We, we ran from the front door out to the pump and pumped it and, and uh, ran back in the house. And she grew up in town. Uh, she, I grew up in a home where my folks fought and had to kill each other every other time they saw each other. They screamed and yelled and and, uh, and got over it, and she never heard her parents fought, fight. And so when we got married, I'd yell and scream at her, and, 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 and she'd pout for, you know, a month. She couldn't understand, you know. Well, I'd, I'd shout and get it out of my system. It was over, you know. I'd... <laughs> minutes later I it was over I you know I, I I'd screamed at her and I, I thought you know she's supposed to forget that 
she's still pouting, you know, two months later. You know, she's, gosh, we don't have time for this, but we'd been married two months, and she cooked pea, peas, and, 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 I, and, and I said, do we have to have peas every, you know, every meal? And, and uh, it was 20 years before I had peas again, you know. I, <laughs> it took her a long time to... You know, forgive me for that statement. You know, I like peas, and uh, just. But anyway, um, we can be selfish and uh, just careful. Learn to enjoy what your spouse does. My my wife, uh, th though we were different, um, she, she didn't know anything about sports, and uh, she didn't grow up that way. If you ask her today, she can tell you. Uh, every NASCAR driver that drives a stock car, um, she knows uh, well every everybody that's on the Denver Broncos uh, football team. Uh, she uh, uh, plays uh, for the, the Colorado Rockies. Um, I could care less for most of those things. <laughs> she, she's a bigger sports fan than I am. Um, she, I could miss most of those things and, and not not bother me at all, but. We go home tonight, and she, she, we're going to watch the, the last 11 laps of, of, uh, of the Brickyard and uh, uh, NASCAR race because we didn't get it finished this afternoon before we come to church tonight. We got it taped. And, uh, and if I don't, it, listen, I, it, it'll be a miserable week, and uh, she's going to want to know and, uh, who, who won that race in the, this afternoon. I better not mess it up. I better, I better make sure I got it taped right. I, I guarantee you. And she, she learned to like the stuff that I liked. Uh, and she goes shopping in the grocery store, I go with her. When she went to the laundromat this week, I went to the laundromat with her. Um, uh, I learned to like the things that she liked, and I learned to do the things that she, she needed to do and liked to do. And I, 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 I do the... When, when, when we'd go hunting, when, and I mentioned that last week, when, when, when we'd go up hunting... And the kids would go hunting with me. Uh, I did the things that she does, and she does the things that I do. Um, uh, uh, have some form of family devotions together. Uh, everybody's different. Everybody's family's different. Your schedules are different. Uh, I, I, I get worried that sometimes we get the idea that my family devotions has to be like your family devotions, and your family devotions has to be like my family devotions, and it has to be in the morning, or it has to be in the evening, and it has to be around a table, or it has to be in the living room, and it has to be around the fireplace. It has to be. Figure out what works for you. Uh, my wife and I is different now that it was just the two of us and what it was when we had kids. Uh, we get up in the morning. First thing we do in the morning is we each get our Bible and we read our Bible and we have prayer and and, then, and so forth. But you, you figure out what works for you. But 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 have some kind of a, a devotional life together. Um, serve the Lord together in a ministry in the church. Find something in the church you can do together. Um, come to the altar together. Pray together. Our families that pray together stay together. Some general things. Now let's. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to take a long time, and I've spent a long time on this stuff. We're going to go through this fairly quickly. Take, take your Bibles, turn, turn, if you will, back to Proverbs, Proverbs 31. It says, a hoary head, a gray-headed uh, person, uh, an older man, is a crown of glory. And uh, uh, if it's found in the way of righteousness, uh, God, God wants to bless uh, an older man and, and uh, a righteous man. How's he going to do that? Well, look in verse 32. 
First of all, he says that he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. He that, that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh city. First thing you need to do is learn to get control of your emotions. And um, one of the first principles, growing old. How do we grow old wisely? How, how do we grow old the right way? And uh, one of the first, first tasks in our life is, is learning to, to control our emotions. And um, boy, I battled that. Uh, can I just be honest with you? That, that's probably one of the biggest battles in my uh, 70 years that I struggled with. And um, I, I grew up in a home where, boy, emotions was, uh, you, ju- you, just, you, you, you just let your emotions <laughs> control you. Uh, I mentioned that between the two of us. She, she grew up in a home where emotions was not an issue. I grew up in a home where, you know, my dad was a shouter, my mom was a shouter, and they, they threw things, they screamed and fought, and that's how they showed their love to each other. <laughs> you wouldn't have known they loved each other if they wasn't yelling at each other. And, uh, and, and boy, we just, we just popped off. We, you, know, it just, you just showed it. And it just let it go. Just boom, 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 boom. And, uh, and I couldn't control my emotions. I just, I, I remember one time we, as a, as a, as a young pastor, uh, they, they had the, those old, they, they had those IBM uh, uh, selectric typewriters with the, they had the new, uh, 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 those ribbons, and uh, it, it wasn't the, 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 the ribbons that you type over and over and over, but they had those, new, uh, the rib- one time you type on them, and, they, and it was such a nice, sharp, uh, you type one time, and it, it, it looked so professional, and, and I saved up money, and I saved up money, and I saved up money to get one of those IBM selectric typewriters, and I wanted one of those so bad, and Finally got one, and I thought, boy, we're going to look like a professional church. We're going to look like a, we're downtown. We're like a wealthy church, and we're big-time church. And I got one of those, and I put them on a, a typewriter stand. I had little wheels on it. And, and one Sunday morning, and uh, I'm, I'm sitting there in the office of the church, and, and, uh, uh, and, and the, the, the nursery workers didn't show up. And, uh, at the last minute, they didn't, and they wasn't there, and I, I got all upset. Boy, where's the Sunday school? I mean, the, the, the nursery workers, and, and they, what, what do you mean they, they're not here? And I, I, it made me mad the nursery workers didn't show up, and I, I grabbed that, that, that typewriter, and I give it a shove. Went right out the door of the nursery and through the foyer, and then there was a set of three or four steps, and uh, they went down to the basement, and then there was a window, and they went down the steps and out the window, and then there was about an eight-foot drop, and then there was a concrete, and that, that brand-new typewriter just went into pieces. And uh, then everybody starts showing up for church, and they're looking at that broken window, and there's the pieces of that typewriter laying all over the place, and they're saying, Preacher, what happened? Somebody break in the church? <laughs> oh. Preachers, preachers don't always do what they ought to do. Preachers sometimes let their emotions get out of control. Uh, wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, not a good testimony, not a good. That was before I become pastor here. I wouldn't have done anything like that while I was here. I, don't, uh, I did some dumb things while I was here too. I've done a lot of dumb things as a pastor, as a husband. Uh, those emotions take control. Listen, we need to learn to control our emotions. Get, get, God will help us. Got to pray about it. Got to get in control. You got a problem with your emotions? The Bible calls it meekness. That's one of the gifts in, in, the, in the New Testament. And about a meek spirit, about being led by the Spirit. 
Get a control of your spirit. Let the, ask God to help you. Get, ask the pastor to get, give you some advice. But get control of that, 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 that spirit. Look in verse 33. It says, and, and the lot is cast into the lap, but the, the whole disposing there is of the Lord. Don't have time to go into it in detail. He's talking about the fact of, in, in, in Old Testament times, they used to, they, uh, they didn't have the whole Bible. They didn't have the instructions of the Bible. So a lot of times what they do is they, they, would, they, would, they, would, they would almost like they'd, they'd, they'd uh, take dice, something like dice, and they'd, they'd cast it out and, 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 and trying, to dis, trying to discern the will of God. They, trying to find out what, what's God's will in this matter. You know, do, do, do you want me to buy this, not buy this? Do you want me to go here, not go here? And, and, and what they were saying is, is we, we're wanting God's will. May I, may I say to you, we ought to always want God's will. Thankfully, we've got this book to, to show us most of the time what God's will is for our life. We don't have to cast lots today. We don't have to, we don't have to gamble to, to discover God's will. God, that we have the Holy Spirit that will guide us to all truth. I don't have time to teach a whole lesson on how to know God's will, but we need to discover God's will for our life. We need to, we need to surrender ourselves to God's will for our life, uh, for our marriage, for Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Look in verse number one. Better it is for a dry morsel and quietness therewith, a house full of sacrifices and, and with strife. The word sacrifices there is, is talking about banqueting. It's talking about uh, um, uh, a table full of meats and, and, and um, uh, of banqueting meats and so forth. It's better to have a, a dry morsel, just a, a little bit of dry bread than a, than a whole banquet table and, uh, and, and strife. Uh, I, I was reading that and I got to thinking about Solomon writing this. Uh, 700 wives, 300 concubines. You suppose there was a little bit of strife around the place? Uh, I don't mean to be unkind. but I think he knew a little bit about what it was. Dumb, 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 dumb. You know, it, 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 it can get a lot of strife with one wife. <laughs> uh, let's just be honest. I mean, it, it, a home is, is a place of strife, period. And, and by the way, it's not just the wife. The husband can bring a lot of strife to the home. Yeah, that's just... But, but 700 wives, 300 concubines? It's <laughs> just a little peace. <laughs> just, just a little bit of peace. Just, just get... Everyone just little cabin in the woods, little <laughs> just, just get away. And uh, sometimes we just just find ourselves a little bit of just to get away from with the Lord and uh, just find that 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 place contentment and uh, contentment with what possessions we have and the plans we have and and uh, well we, we're living in a, such a fast paced life. Get control of your bills. Get control of your credit cards. Get control of, of, of the things that's going on. Learn to be happy with what you got. You don't, you don't have to have the newest car. You don't have to have the, the biggest house. You don't have to have. You don't have to have, you know, two motorcycles and a, and a racehorse. You know, you, you you can get by without. You can get. By the way, you you can get by without. You know, a, a, you know, one of these. You, 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 there's a lot of things we can get by without that'll bring peace to the home. Um, let's let's go on. Verse four says, right, right here, verse three says, the finding pot for silver, furnace for gold, but the Lord 
trieth the hearts. Um, I think we heard a little bit about that uh, this morning. And, uh, but listen, it's all about the heart. And uh, endure and embrace trials. Uh, God uses them to build us, to purify us. Um, uh, those, those struggles, they come, they go. They happen in every family, every home. Uh, but God trieth the hearts. God, God, God knows the heart, and uh, the heart's what's really important. We could spend a lot more time there. Uh, verse 4, the wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and the liar giveth ear to, to a naughty tongue. Learn to be honest. Um, be around honest people. Um, we're living in such a day and age of dishonesty. Uh, people seem to think that they've got to be dishonest to get ahead in this world have to be dishonest. Uh, we, we can be honest. We can tell the truth. Um, learn to just be honest. Honest with our kids. Honest with our wife. You're struggling? Talk to your family. Tell your family. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Kids, tell your parents. What, what, a, what a difference when a family can be honest with one another. When parents can be honest with their kids and kids can be honest with their parents. Again, we could spend a long time here. I, I spent so much time in that introduction. I don't have time to, to really build on these verses. Verse 5. Whoso mocketh the poor, approacheth his maker. He that is glad at calamities shall not be unpunished. And, um, be merciful. Be compassionate around those that are around you. Generous with your time and talent and treasures. Learn to be a giver, not a taker. Uh, two types of people in the world, givers and takers. Um, we've, we've, we're raising a generation of, of, of leeches. We're, we're raising a generation of takers, of people who think the world owes them something. Uh, isn't it amazing? Everybody thinks you know, they're, they're, they're craving for lawsuits. You know, I wait to sue somebody. Everybody owes me something. Looking for a shortcut. Um, it goes back to honesty your kids to work. Learn, learn to be kind. Learn to be generous. Learn to, don't have to, 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 uh, to, to, to be always getting. Learn, learn to, to, to be generous with time and again talent and treasures. What's the reward? Now verse 6 is the climax. Children's children are the crown of old men. The glory of children are their fathers. There will come a time in every life all of our lives. If you live long enough, you live long enough, your children, grandchildren, they're what's really important. Get long, you live long enough. I've watched people will say, but not say, boy, I wish I had, I'd bought more boats. I wish I'd, I'd own more motorcycles. I wish, I wish I had built more houses. You'll hear, wish I'd spent more time with my kids. I wish I had, uh, wish I'd uh, taken my, my grandkids camping more. Uh, I wish I had uh, spent more time with my children, my, my, my babies. Wish I'd paid more attention when they were growing up. Children and children's children, the glory of the old men. It's really all said and done, family. Not how much money is in the bank. Really not how many suits you have or dresses you have or whether your purse was made in China or Paris, it really, really won't matter. Those grandkids are what's really important. How much time you spent with them. They come running when they see you. They hug your neck. They want to spend time at your house. They still call you Papa. 
Come on, come on. That's what's really important. It's all said and done. Really about family. Why did Brother Burkett want to have these, these lessons? Isn't it amazing? Look around with the crowd. People too busy for family. It's not really all much of a priority. When it's said and done, many of them will lose family. Not all, many lose because it's not the priority that it ought to be. Father, thank you for the time we've spent together. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us an opportunity and example in your word. Thank you for the examples of families that work well. And thank you for the example of families that dysfunctional in the word of God. Thank you for giving us the privilege of serving you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you for being here.